Welcome to Fine Motoring with me, David Dondi. If you've got questions you want to find out more about something, drop me a line, david at fmr.co.za, otherwise that podcast at fmr.co.za. I was going to make an opening pun about the fit of jazz for Fine Music Radio, but I'm apparently a little too grown up for that. You see, Honda Jazz is no more. Long live the Honda Fit, a renaming appropriate for anything but the station, I guess. Uh, Honda South Africa believes changing the name of its compact hatchback will help to introduce the model to a new generation of car buyers, but without alienating the mature age group that represents the majority of previous generation jazz customers. Uh, I think that's us. From the outside, it looks like a fresh-faced, eminently practical car which it is, unassuming, functional, and not going to attract massive attention. Boxes checked. Uh, For the record, it's no longer built for our market in India. This is Japanese-made. And major changes are the impressive forward visibility with super light A-pillars, which make a delightful, if unconventional, approach to the windscreen and side windows. The other is, quite frankly, one of the best touchscreen infotainment centers I've had in any car Period. Apple CarPlay was great as it often is, but a larger than expected screen with great ergonomics was a surprise in this category when you're not in the Apple CarPlay system. Also unexpected was really great NVH, noise, vibration and harshness. In fact, the near complete lack of wind noise at reasonable speeds made the low levels of tire rumble noticeable and a really odd conundrum. It has class-leading interior space too. Not changed is the Jazz Signature, the unique rear magic seat configuration, as they call it, it is retained, providing more rear legroom and load space than many larger crossover vehicles. The ability for the rear seat rest to fold completely flat is supplemented in this case, uh, as it has been before, by the bench which flips up, creating an enormous footwell. And it's a real game changer uh, that the Jazz has always benefited from. On the other hand, the 1.5 litre double overhead cam VTEC engine is mated to a CVT gearbox, 89 kilowatts and 145 newton meters of torque, which does the job superbly until pressed hard which things become a bit buzzy for my liking. But the practitioner of practicality buying this car will probably never find out. It's also available as a hybrid with regenerative braking, but I didn't have that one on test. For this petrol version, they claim 5.5 litres per 100 kilometres, and for once that claim is actually pretty reasonable. The 1.5-litre Comfort CVT starts at 319,900 Rand in base level without things like keyless entry and the super infotainment interface. The one I had uh, is the leather-adorned executive model, which comes with things like fancier headlights and heated seats too, and of course those keyless goes and infotainment and all the other stuff, at 389,900 Rand. The hybrid will be coming out at a bit of a higher price for a slight saving in fuel consumption, but you also will get things like the adaptive cruise control, which isn't available on this. All of them come with a five-year, 200,000-kilometer warranty. Pretty impressive there. Honda seems to be standing behind their product. Service plan of four years, 60,000 kilometers. Service intervals at 15,000 kilometers. And AA roadside assist thrown in in this executive model 
for three years. And uh, that is the Honda, and it is fit. And that's it for Fine Motoring this week with me, David Dondi. If you have questions or you want to find out more about something, please drop me a line, david at fmr.co.za. Otherwise, that podcast in the usual place at fmr.co.za. If